Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. about 
we need to get rid of guns. Well, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Okay? We need to change and get rid of the guns, but we need to um, just a lot of racism out there. And for us to um, just brush that under the rug like like it's nothing. I actually predicted this about a week or two ago before they even had these shootings at these Walmart. I said, what if you go to a Walmart? I just used Walmart as an example. And look what happened. It finally happened. We had, we had these mass killings at these Walmart. It's being stoked by this president we have in the, in, in the Oval Office. Okay? He, he don't realize the power of his toolkit. Okay? And the more he speaks about it, indirectly speaks to Indirectly speaks to and If you notice how he does it He indirectly speaks to it His his base Which in other words stokes the fire They They take that as their marching arms And they go out and you see what happens The result of that you see what happens So that's my thought of that And I don't know, you know how we're going to solve this Well unless uh, The way we solve it we get him out of office Shut him up first and then start to work on how we're going to change these gun rules, these gun laws and things. So that's my take. D. Lovely, D. Lovely, your, your thoughts. Okay. Well, I'm here. And first, we got to figure out why the music is playing because it's driving me nuts. It really is. <laughs> is it down now? Yes, turn. Thank you very much. There was a whole lot of. You, have, you got a whole lot of stuff going on, and I need you to calm down. <laughs> oh, I could I could hear it on my end. Oh my gosh! Well, I, we were I do agree that guns don't kill people; that people kill people. But I also believe there's people with guns that kill people. So if we if we can figure out some better way to make that statement, because nothing kills anything by itself. Cars don't kill people. People in cars kill people. So it's always some. It, we figure out how to get the people. Who are who are irresponsible or who have hate and and are, are vicious animals? We've got to figure that part out. The the weapons are always going to be weapons. Other countries don't have this issue, but it's not because they don't have people, and it's because they or don't weapons. have firearms. Because there are other countries with twice as there's a billion Chinese, and they don't have this problem. So I can't agree completely with that guns don't kill people. If you don't have guns for people to use, then the guns can't do what guns do. If I point my finger at you and go bangity bang bang, that's just me pointing my finger at you. But if you add a gun to the mix, now change the narrative. So I feel like we've got we've got to we've got to make a better decision. And I don't think that it just started with this president. I think that what it did was allow those who were already sick and deranged and twisted to rise to the surface, just like the garbage they are, and now they're they're acting on what he says is okay. Larissa. Oh, sorry. I was I was slicing my roast. Do y'all know that the roast the opposite way of the line that it, it comes out more tender? But anyway, I put, uh, I put my rose in the talk about box, that. so it's always tender. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, listen. Guns 
let me listen. There needs to be something done about this gun, and I'm not saying I have the answer, but there needs to be something to where we don't have such easy access to guns. Now, I don't want you know, gun owners. I don't think taking away responsible gun owners' guns. I, I don't think that's the answer, but I do think there needs to be something. There, there needs to be something done. There needs to be something that to keep to make um, guns less accessible. I mean, I don't think you should be buying guns at Walmart. I think that here in North Carolina, we can only buy liquor from state-regulated liquor stores, ABC stores. You can't buy liquor anywhere else. So how come they can't do that with guns? How come they can't have some regulation um, to where people are regulating and making sure? I don't know if that's going to solve it. That's just my, my input on it. I think there needs to be more. The, the solution is not to take away people's guns. The responsible owner, you can have your guns. You know, I, I, that's not a problem. But there has to be something done to make sure people are really responsible. They're not just faking responsibility. You can fake responsibility on paper and look responsible on paper. But there needs to be something more done because some of these people may be responsible on paper, but they're not. They said the guy in Dayton. He was, he had, they, everybody, they, his neighbors said, yeah, there was something wrong. You know, but on paper, he looked just fine. Mm. E. Um, I was, I'm thinking about it from a different perspective. I just, I'm sad um, on both counts, but the way that they handled the situation in El Paso, and it was, it was splashed all over the news. I had, I, I only heard um, about Dayton. I heard about it when I was sitting in church, and it was less than 24 hours. I just feel like, you know, the media, the media does such an injustice to us, and you know, the guy in in El Paso is handcuffed and upright and having conversations, and you know, the dude in Dayton is shot dead. I just feel like, you know. It, it's from the top down. It has nothing to do with. Um, um, it doesn't have as much to do with the lunatics with the gun as much as the blanket of acceptance that whoever has a gun, um, depending on what color you are, you get to do whatever you want to do, and that makes me very, very sad. Uh, my opinion is. Uh... We need national gun laws, not uh, not state by state, because they said just like any other law, different states might have different laws, and they might be less, you know, less stronger laws Rigid. in different states, and people travel state to state to go get some guns and bring it back in their state where they got tougher gun laws. It needs to be a national, and that's a federal. Yeah, it it needs to be a federal law across the country on these guns. I agree with D. Lovely. I actually everything she said was lovely. <laughs> well, well, well. Also, Ted, uh, Ted, you gotta you gotta address why they doing what they doing. Okay, it's a it's it's a it's, it's racism attached to this. Okay. Even though it, it's just, it, just, it didn't just start with this president, it's a long, long 
problem we've been having in this country of racism. And I think that the the guy that's occupying the firehouse right now is stoking the fire right. and giving them some some kind of right to, to move forward with their racist agenda. Okay. Now my opinion about guns is that region you know, they outlaw guns in other countries. Why don't we do that here like drugs? You know what I'm saying? I mean, what do we need a gun for? We're not like Emma Fudd where we go off in the woods and go hunting anymore. We all, I mean, we all pretty much urban and suburban kind of folks. You know what I mean? There what do we need a gun for? There are some people that do go out and hunt. And there are some people that go to the gun range and practice shooting. As a sport, I do, I do it on a regular. I, I did. I so I, I believe guns are safe in the hands of people who are not um, trying to harm others. That, that also- I I I also we we need to address that there is um, a sense of entitlement with a certain group of people that they feel like immigrants are a threat to them. Because they feel like um, you know, going to take my job or going to do this, or or pretty soon it's going to be uh, too many of them here and not enough of us, you know. Because they've been entitled all their life, um, there's a sense of entitlement, and they, you know, because the one guy said, "Well, I don't like the mixing of the races," you know, who is he to say he don't like the mixing of the races? That's not his. Uh, he's not the judge and jury, you know. And he drove. Listen, this joker had ten hours. To rethink his situation And he didn't That's hate in the blood You know when you try to spend hours To do something like that That's hate in the blood Yeah and, and what you mentioned was a, Pretty much about the white privilege You know what I mean right. In other words if I, get, if I get pulled over for a tail light They're going to probably jerk me out of the car And beat me up Whereas the same white guy Get put up a tail light. Said, Sir, go home and get that fixed. Have a good day. You know that's that's white privilege, and they think um, owning guns is some kind of patriotic act or something that's related to being a patriot. You know that goes way back. You know, and racism is something that's passed along from generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? It's just not you're not born that way. You you learn it from your your parents, your relatives, or, or whoever you you know. Yeah. And and, they, and then they yes, learn behavior. So and and, and and now, but it just seems more prevalent now since we got a president in the White House that is just indirectly. If you notice how he he he, he picks his words very carefully. No, he and, doesn't. And he just no, he doesn't. Well. Well, he's, he's very blatant <laughs> with his stuff. Yeah, he's very he's, blatant he's with his stuff. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of blatant with it, right? <laughs> um, but he he, he uh, he's out of control, and I think the best way we can get get rid of him is, is, is you know is really encourage our people and black, brown, all kinds of people like that to get out and vote and vote him out of office. Let's see what just vote him out of office. And uh, and his Republican friends too, they got to go too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. They got to go too. I mean, they, they Mitch McConnell and all those guys, they, they got to go, man. Yeah, Moscow Mitch got to go. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, should should these white should these white nationalists be uh, considered terrorists? Uh, well, shoot, it, it's funny. It's funny how the word terror started to mean something right here in the, in the, you know since you know twenty two thousand in the two thousand right. Well, hell, black folk been terrorized all their life. They didn't call it terrorism then, you know. We didn't terrorize. Well, they called it lynching. They called it lynching call call or a KKK meeting. KKK meeting. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it, it kills me how they talk about. Well, this is terrorism. I'm like, well, hell, we we've been terrorized all our life, you know, and we're still terrorized here in 2019, you know. So um, it's funny how you know. Uh, goes back to that white privilege. It, it, it doesn't become terrorism until it affects their lives immediately. Now it's terrorism, you know. Yeah. Now you see how we feel, or how we felt over the past decades and centuries. You know what I'm saying? Uh, D. Lovely, should they be called uh, terrorists because uh, there's certain laws and uh, different punishments when uh, they're labeled as terrorists as Compared to being just a plain murderer, you know what I mean. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it matters. I think the the privilege is behind is past the word. Um, you can call them terrorists. You can call them um, hate mongers. You can call them murderers. Whatever. When they get in court, they're going to be. Yeah, they're they're going to go through a process where they say, well, one of them has um, ADHD and one has some sort of brain damage, and he was he was hurt by his parents as a child, and they'll they'll have all the excuses in the world that allow them privilege that we're not allowed. So it doesn't matter what you call them; the end result will always be they'll get a hug, whereas we'll get a, the drug in our arm. Exactly. It's almost like you can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay, or you exactly. can call me Ray J. Johnson. <laughs> uh, Ivanka Trump tweeted this: "May God hold the victims, the families, and the El Paso and Dayton community tightly in His loving arms, as our nation mourns the senseless loss of life in El Paso, Texas, and Dayton, Ohio." And praise for the victims and their loved ones. We must also raise voices and rejections of these heinous and cowardly acts of hate, terror, and violence. And everybody's reacting to her saying it's your daddy's fault that we're in this place right now. Uh, one guy tweeted back, imagine being in Boston. You played a key role in getting your dangerous, racist daddy elected, but you feel... No responsibility for Charlottesville, no responsibility for kids in cages, no responsibility for racist attacks or black lawmakers, no responsibility for El Paso. I mean, they just, they blew her up after she put that online. Do you think that the White House is going, and I, I know this is trying to be hopeful, and I'm not hopeful at all. Do you think they're going to try to enact Congress to come back out of their vacation and actually uh, put forth a law on uh, gun control, starting with E? I already know what the answer is going to be, but i just going to go through it. E, go on, tell me. 
say your question again. Do you think Trump and Mitch and Moscow Mitch can call back the Senate and the House to come and vote on gun control since they're out no. on their uh, their uh, vacation? No. As a matter of fact, hell no. <laughs> Larissa. If 22 kids, um, I'm, I'm here. If 22 kids um, in Sandy, uh, Sandy Hook, was it Sandy Hook? Yeah. If 22 kids yes. didn't get Congress um, to pass law, was slaughtered and didn't get them to pass the law, I don't think anything's going to happen, to be honest. And then, you know, um, the down there in uh, Marjorie, um, down in Florida, none of those got anything passed. So, no, sadly, I don't think anything's going to happen. Nothing is going to get passed. I think, I think they did get something passed, didn't they, Donna? Yeah, no. but it was it was um it was a uh, a, a bill about um, allowing teachers to carry firearms in school, so that wasn't helpful. And that's that's an epic fail. Yeah, I thought they I thought they got something positive though, but maybe no, I might be positive. wrong. Oh, uh, I think this time. Oh, I, I thought so, but maybe I, I like I said, I, maybe I could be wrong. That's why I asked you because you live in Florida. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on them coming back, D. Lovely, to uh, Congress and the Senate? Do you think they're going to well, call them out? Of- I, I don't think he'll call them back um, for the obvious reasons. His base would not be pleased, and he's not going to do anything to upset the the um, racist middle, as he likes to call them, because they're good people on both sides. So we know that he's not going to ask them to do anything different. He's just going to let it, he's going to let it die down. Um, something else will happen, and he'll just move on to that. Uh, Democratic uh, candidates, Booker, Yang, Sanders, Buttigieg, Harris, Castro, and Ryan were the ones I've seen on TV between the two days speak out on this. Uh, do you think anybody is going to tip the people's minds to actually go into uprising about this? Because uh, there's a lot of different mayors around the country calling them the mayor in Dayton, calling the mayor in El Paso after they had mass shootings in their in their towns and uh areas. Do you think anything is gonna come of this or we're just gonna about four more days go back to sleep on it and say the hell with it? Starting with uh yeah. Yeah. Urban Brooks. The well, answer's yes all of us. <laughs> yeah. I think we well, can all collectively it. say yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well what I think Taz is that you know you gotta look at the thing. They the NRA they're not going to bump those people. You know, they are big campaign contributors. You know, they're a big, powerful entity. So, and money seems to matter more than lives. You know what I'm saying? So, for that, I say, they're not going to do anything, man. I mean, like like someone on the call said that if kids being killed is not going to change it, nothing will. You know, nothing will. Um, 
I think it's going to take an act of God, actually. Um, <clears throat> even with trying to address the racism attachment to this whole thing, it's, I mean, how long we got to endure um, this kind of actions and, and treatment here in 2019 when back in 2018 or uh, 1718 they didn't they didn't they, you know it's no it's no different then than now actually um except for a few laws that protect us you know from certain things but other than that racism still exists man and and, and I, I don't know what what's the solution to this problem um but I just think because there's too many powerful entities involved in guns and people that like to have their guns that they're not going to come back and, and solve any and pass any kind of law that's that's worth having. That's worth having. I mean, I don't I don't see that happening actually. Now think about it. Uh, in the Bible, when uh, Pharaoh was in charge and had all. The uh, what was it? The children of God under slavery. Uh, it was a race thing, and his mind and his heart was hardened, just like these Republicans and the president. Their hearts are hardened against anything having to do anything good for the people. Until Pharaoh's son died, that's when everything changed. And you blue said you yes, don't know We're getting some person. real bad back. I can barely hear you. I'm not sure if somebody's phone needs to be, they need to mute something around them, <laughs> but the mute feedback is horrible. Yeah, because it ain't me. <laughs> yeah. I have my mute on. Yeah, it ain't But yeah. Somebody uh, watched CNN. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it took it took Pharaoh's son or son getting killed for him to change his mind. And I hate to say it, God forbid, but it's going to take something like that as far as uh, politicians or the president's uh, family members getting killed by guns before somebody decides they want to change the law. That was my thought. That Remember, too, thought. they think they had the Brady bill because Brady got shot during that attempt on mm-hmm. Reagan's life. If I remember. Yeah. 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 They're gonna, it's going to have to be somebody close to somebody in Congress or somebody. I don't wish you, I don't wish death on anybody. I don't, I'm wishing no harm on any of them. But it's going to take something like that. Like it's going to have to be personal to them for them to really change anything. I don't wish no harm on them, but. I think that's what but then again, then again, what? Just last year or two years ago, they had that shooting on that uh, softball field with the Republicans when they were out there practicing. But that's right. Nobody of significance was killed except the shooter, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well it might take an attempt. It might take an attempt on his life. I'm talking about the number four and five. It might take an attempt on his life. For him to wake up and smell the coffee. Yeah, because Scalia sure didn't wake up. He had a attempt. He got hurt, but he didn't die. Right. Just like uh, Kathy Gift. What, what's her name? Gilford or what's the lady's yep. name that's out? Eric. Was she in Gilford. Arizona? Gilford. 
Yeah. Yep. She got she got jacked up, and you thought they might have changed their minds then, but they didn't. It's gonna take something fatal for somebody to actually wake up. And it's going to be, and God forbid, like I said, it doesn't have to be somebody fatal that's in charge, that's in Congress, or even the president, family, or somebody like that. I mean, it's just sad to say it, but that might wake people up to what's really needed here as far as some kind of gun uh, law to curb all this violence. I know it ain't well, going to you know, I thought, it'll curb. I thought... I thought when the kids got, when they killed those kids, got walking in class and shot those kids. I thought that, yeah, I thought that would be the the tipping point, but Me it too. didn't. It, it, I was saying, Lord, last you can't, week, you can't, go ahead. Last week, uh, I'm sorry, but we only got two minutes. I wanted to get this in. Last week, I didn't come on. And we did we did not talk about the Mueller hearing at all. And I want to know y'all thoughts on whether he looked like he was old, which he is. <laughs> but I'm about to say he and, is old. Yeah, I, I I'm trying to say he didn't look like he was sharp on the answers. But I'm sure he only had about fifty or seventy people working on it, turning in reports, and he's the one who put it all together. So. I wanted to know your feelings on that. You thought he did what he was supposed to do, or should he have done more to expose 45? Start with D. Lovely. You know, I'm. You know me. I'm a conspiracy theorist. I, I heard someone say not too long ago he was a whole lot sharper before they got a hold of him, and I feel like mm-hmm. um, everything he did, it seemed he seemed like he did it on purpose. Suddenly, couldn't remember anything. He stumbled over words, but he didn't have any problems when he was out there saying, um, we need to look at Hillary's emails again. He wasn't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. That's been, you know, it hadn't been but a couple of years ago, so we're not going to go through this and pretend like this man is suddenly senile and, and feeble. I believe it was a setup. That's the way they wanted him to look. I thought it, but on, on Hillary's emails, I thought Comey was the one who testified. They he tested, but he was also involved. He didn't. He did, he wasn't the least bit concerned. Oh, okay. Uh, e, how do you feel about the Mueller investigation? Before we get out of here, well, he could have done so so much more, so much more. I, I I agree with my sis. Now he's old and fragile and senile and don't remember nothing. Stop it. <laughs> the lies and deceit. The lies and deceit. Exactly. Larissa. Listen, listen. For one, I told Mueller that he was done, and they called him, so he came. He played dumb. In my opinion, he played dumb. He said he was done. He didn't want to talk about it no more. Y'all made him talk there, so he just played dumb. To me, he looked like he was playing dumb. For two, yep. we all know that Mueller ain't write that report. You know he got people under him writing the report. You know, so he, he don't know what's in that report. He just signed it. He didn't write the report. Some people under him wrote the report. They should have had them people in there questioning them, not necessarily him. He didn't write that. He didn't, the people under him wrote that report. Uh, Urban Blue.
Are you there? Yeah, we set him up as like he was the god of law, which he's not. You know what I'm saying? And like he was the the true and righteous person doing this investigation. Well, if you know politics, you know, ain't nobody true and right. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, he's still a Republican. So... Um, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> so I wonder you never know what went on behind closed doors. You know, they had to negotiate what was going to be asked and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, I see now. They're just trying to frame it up a certain way, and uh, that's how he did it. You know what I'm saying? He was he was stumbling over his words. I don't think he's see now by no means. I think the man is very intelligent, but. Um, he gave the performance that was not either way, in my opinion. Well, I want to thank uh, Urban Blue for calling in, D. Lovely, Larissa, yeah, yeah. for calling in. Thank you all. We will try to do this again next week and talk politics. Hopefully there won't be no emergency. All of a sudden we have to do an emergency show on something that happens. <laughs> well, okay, no. peace and love, everybody. Peace and love. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.